0: On today's Friday Fair, we talk about how quitting is part of the journey, the hard journey of getting to where you want and everyone deals with it. But in today's episode, we talk about our own experiences with wanting to quit and why it's never an option and it shouldn't be one for you. Live your life within the moment, moment and don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, All that I know is to get over. Hello and happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to The Food Code. I am Becca. I am with Liz. We are your Food Code podcast hosts.
1: We are. You know what's so funny is I was thinking about when we first started our podcast and we did our little jingle. If you guys go back to old episodes, you'll listen yes. to that. Nutritional educators and things like that. And it's so fun now because it's like, oh man, we've come so far. So far. And the topic today is so
0: perfect because we almost quit. Oh yeah. I remember vividly mm-hmm. sitting in the basement of our old house, Nick and I, like looking at my bank account and being like, I cannot sustain this. Mm-hmm. Like we are going to go into debt. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's not about the money, but like it kind of is sometimes about the money when it comes to having to have a career and support your family. We were about to have Carson. Uh-huh. It was around that time. It was around like 2017, 2018.
1: Yeah, and all of the bill. I mean, our situation is much different than yours because both of us are entrepreneurs. So yep. like all of the bills, like, <laughs> my God, it makes me want to throw up how much we pay for health insurance every month, mm-hmm. you know? Um, So you have your health insurance, obviously your mortgage, all of those things, inflation and whatever. And so, yeah, there was times where Becca and I both were like, what do we do? We know we're called to do this, Mm -hmm. but we're making pennies on the dollar. There were so many things that we did that I look back on. Like I was actually thinking about this yesterday in my old gym, the six month program that we did for weightlifting or whatever strong you And just like all of those steps that we have taken to get to where we are today, like they were necessary. Some of them were definitely learning experiences and felt like a bunch of wasted time in some ways and efforts, but we learned from them. So it really Mm -hmm. wasn't. Yeah. And I think the biggest lesson here is if you know that something feels right for you and you're called to do something, or for example, you're taking a journey right now different than you have before you're trying something new instead of band-aiding your symptoms you're actually working to heal your body get to the root cause those types of things it's hard when you're in the trenches and you want to quit and you want to give up but you know that this is your only alternative because you've done the things in the past Beck and I both worked in corporate America we hated it mm-hmm. I hated my last Job that I had in HR going through a lot of organizational shifts and going in and handing severance packages to people who had been with the company for mm. 40
0: years. You know, that was horrible. It's like ruining people's <laughs> life. I did not. have. I mean, like I thought I had no idea what I was doing because I did like I was basically doing actuarial work. But I wasn't going down the actuarial path because actuaries are super expensive to have on staff. And you have to take like eight different exams. Um, And I just was not passionate about it. And so I was like falling asleep in meetings. I was, I was, all I was thinking about was fitness and nutrition. I was studying. I I was studying studying on the clock for sure. On the clock. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I was like going to the gym before going to work or after Mm -hmm. going to work. And like that's all I thought about. Yeah. I was teaching PIO. Oh my gosh.
1: I was teaching Pio at the McDonald's campus. So I had convinced my uh, Mm -hmm. boss, Mm -hmm. hey, if I stay late on Tuesdays and I had to like run these different meetings or whatever, Tuesday nights anyway. No, we were recruiting. I had to do interviews Tuesday nights. So if I stay late and do all of the interviews Tuesday nights, can I come in later Wednesday so that I could get up and go teach Pio? Uh,
0: Yeah, it was wild. Oh my gosh. What a season of life. Thank God we're not there. No, my goodness. (laughs) Seriously. And Liz and I through all of the journeys of entrepreneurship and businesses and like figuring things out, it, it, there's been so many points of like it would just so much be – I've thought all the time like it would be so much easier if I just had a 9 to 5 and I didn't have to think about it. Because you wouldn't care as much
1: home. and then you would just not work as no. much outside of your job.
0: I, and Liz is the same way. And I'm not saying this to be like, oh, feel bad for me. I, I love what I do. But I wake up every morning at 5 a.m. and I usually work for an hour and a half. Before I get the kids up and every night I usually work for at least an hour Mm -hmm. to follow up from the day follow up emails everything like that prep for the next day on the weekends I usually work at least a few hours Mm -hmm. usually closer to like four to six hours Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't change it for the world it's hard. It's really scary sometimes. It's really a lot of uncertainty uncertainty sometimes. But I know that we are still in the early phases of our business. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because we've been in business, business together for, for six years, which yeah. is
1: wild to think about. That is wild. But also even a couple of years before that, 2014 for me, and then I think around the same time for yeah. you, 2013, maybe yep. a little bit a little more. So, you know, ten nine, ten years doing this looks totally different today. And we're very blessed to be where we're at today, expanding our team, businesses, you know, better than I could have ever, you know, imagined. Mm -hmm. And we're thankful for that. Obviously, a lot of that comes from word of mouth and referrals, you know? And so that's what we do. We help our clients feel better. They tell other people, hey, I got a girl, uh, you know, to help you or you have to follow Liz and Becca. So again, if you are clients, we love you. Um, And we know you might be a client right now. Let's talk about the, the trenches of the gut healing journey or a hormonal, mm-hmm. you know, anything that you're doing to work to rebalance the body, whether it's liver and detox, it's cholesterol, it's blood sugar, it could be all of these things, thyroid. We know, and we've walked that path and we've been there, man. Yeah. It's easier to take a pill. It's mm-hmm. much easier to take a pill. It's also much easier, you know, to be like, eh, forget it. I'm just going to McDonald's tonight. than make a good nourishing meal yeah. at home. And a lot of times you're going to want to do that and you're going to throw in the towel and be like, this isn't worth it because you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel sometimes. And that's what we get. And that's also what we try to communicate to our clients. Even though we can't resonate with you on every level in your personal life and be with you all the time, we know that it's hard sometimes to really have hope because you feel like, well, my body is just resistant. I had a a client of mine last week tell me, you know, I remember talking to you and November and just thinking like, I've lost hope. He's been to every doctor, um, you know, been on every medication, miserable, no energy, horrible digestion, horrible heartburn, reflux, horrible, horrible, horrible cravings to the point. He's like, I would get up and I would leave my house even though I didn't have energy to do anything like go even like work in my shop or walk, but I'd get up and leave my house to go to the store and get sugar because my Cravings were so strong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just thought that was life. I thought it was just like, you know, the insomnia and the joint pain was just part of aging. How many people out there think that some of those things are just part of aging and normal mom life, maybe? They're not. And so a couple of months in, you know, he's like, the first month or two, like, I was kind of skeptical here. Like, is this really going to work? But now I'm feeling better. I've lost 10 pounds. Don't have these cravings. Like, I can look at something and think, oh, that sounds good. I've never mm-hmm. had that control before. So when you're really in the trenches, and you're going through some things where, you know, you got to be consistent for several weeks before you start to notice the positives, you can want to quit. And a mm-hmm. lot of people quit in those moments. And unfortunately that's why they don't get to a place that they want to go because they quit and quitting really is, it's part of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and desire
0: to quit is part of the deal. It Sorry. is. And any, this can be approached with anything, but I think what we're talking to mostly is like, body composition change, feeling better, reducing symptoms, whatever it might be in terms of health. And the hardest thing about, I think, the journey of health is that nothing is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You can put in all the work and you cannot get the result that you think that you should get. But I will say this, you should be getting somewhere. Because if you are getting somewhere in, you know, reasonable amount of time, I would say a reasonable amount of time is like three to six months. Yeah. If you aren't getting somewhere, then you maybe need to shift paths. You need to look at different alternatives for what you're doing. You need to look at different healing opportunities, whatever it might be. But stress. Absolutely. The oh number
1: one reason why people do not successfully make, you know, heal
0: essentially is because of their stress. Yes. You can, and, and I see this all the time with people that take all the supplements You might even do a lot of the food stuff, but you will not stop exercising intensely. You will not get more sleep. You will not reduce anything off your workload. And so you stay stuck. And it's a hard pill to swallow, guys, but like sometimes your body needs a freaking break. You you might go through a period of time where you need eight hours of sleep a night to heal. You might go through a period of time where you need 2,000 to 2,200 plus calories for your body to heal.
1: Where you're not in the gym crushing yourself. Yes. Talk
0: about your experience the last, what, week and a half? you Yeah. Any- so I have not, I, I just started working out again Monday. I've all I'm pretty positive I know what's going on now. Um, I got some further testing done and I think we found what has been driving what I've been feeling. Um, I didn't get a whole lot of answers from conventional medicine, which kind of sucks. And I should have expected, I should not expect anything different, but um yeah, so I've been dealing with nausea, chronic nausea for the past, I would say, two months, two to three months. Um, and it got – I think it got so bad because I got some other – after we left for Disney, I think my body was so depleted from being solo with the kids for five days, being stressed out about traveling and all of the things. And then you got sick. And then I was in Disney for two days. And then I got sick. And I think being sick exacerbated my symptoms Dramatically um and I was like debilitating nausea. I was sleeping for like an hour or two every day in the afternoon on vacation. um it was not an enjoyable vacation sadly um i have I had no appetite, I didn't want to eat anything, and I basically stopped working out for ten days, which is the longest I've ever gone without working out um and I would walk, but like even that would start to make me more nauseous um I'm pretty positive I have a parasite that is causing all of it. and well, your test showed that. My test showed that. I think I, I know I have this. I think it's what's causing my symptoms. Yeah. Um, so we have a plan in place, and I will be up in informing all of you about what's going on. But what I've noticed is the days that I do work out harder, my heart rate goes up. My resting heart rate increases overnight, Stress? and I find I'm more, I am more nauseous the next morning. Yeah. Which sucks. And so like obviously I'm working to improve it. And the thing that I want everyone to hear right now, I have zero doubt in my mind that I will fix this. And I have no desire to quit and accept it. This is not who I am. This is not my life. This is not the life I deserve. I'm a shell of myself lately and I know that I will fix it. And I have every every ounce of confidence in that. And I think that's the problem that a lot of people end up at is they get to a place where they don't even have confidence in themselves to turn things around, or they've lost confidence in external sources, things like that. Um, so it's, it, you need to always believe in hope because feeling unwell, having symptoms, feeling all of those negative things, whether they're symptoms or thoughts or whatever, it is not how you were meant to live. No. It is not. And there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. You have to put in work. I know I'm going to have to put in work to get there. I'm prepared for things to shift. How I'm working out right now is how, not how I want to work out.
1: Right. And that's what I'm saying is, you know, you've shifted things to adapt <laughs> and to adjust instead of just being like, well, I'm just going to quit I, entirely. I will just quit working out. Right. I'm just going to quit entirely. Just going to lay up in bed, you know, and, and we get it. Like some people are in those places where the anxiety and the depression and the mood stuff uh, gets really strong and powerful. But the only way that you pull out of yourself or pull out out of that is by not quitting. And there have been multiple situations where Beck and I both have just wanted to quit. Like I've said to her before, I quit. She's like, what? You quit what? I was like, I just quit this day. (laughs) She's like, okay. (laughs) Cause we all have those days. Yes, we do. I'm on day 51 right now. This podcast is going to air in a couple of weeks. So by the time it airs, I'll be like day 65, I think, of 75 Hard. And I've had some times where, you know, I've wanted to quit. Because the business is really busy. You were on vacation for a period of time. Mm-hmm. We're enrolling. Marcus in some other things. But what I realized yesterday, that yesterday was like the first day that I was actually, I mean, besides going to the water park, and I was like, oh, it's going to be really hard on Saturday. I did it. It was fine. Um, yesterday was really the first day where it really strongly crossed my mind. And the rationalization start to set in that I should not do my outdoor walk for 45 minutes. I should sit and finish up. <laughs> My work instead of working tonight and I was exhausted. So not finish my reading last night before bed because I was late to bed Mm -hmm. then and sacrificing sleep. And at the end of the day, I chose not to. And this morning I woke up happy that I didn't quit And I recognized yesterday after we got back from our walk, I needed that sunshine. I needed the time away from the computer, from my phone. I was walking with my husband. He's giving me a lecture about how I have too much stuff in the house. So that's another thing on the to-do list is to get rid of things, you know, but um, I need that time. And so for you, wherever you're at, know that your thought of quitting or that contemplation is totally normal. But if you can stick through it, the magic will come. There will be a day where you wake up and life is different and you feel better and you're just fucking proud of yourself. You look back and you're like, I didn't let that situation, that high stress situation control me. I didn't give my power away. I talk a lot about this with some of my clients and, you know, using the rationalization, which is really an excuse of work or kids or husband, or whatever that they want to, to blame it on. I'm sorry, but your child didn't shove the candy bar in your mouth. Okay. Your husband didn't pin you down and pour the entire bottle of wine down your throat. This is some tough love coming at you because this is Friday fire. You chose to do those things. And listen, if you chose to do those things, cool. Own up. I'm going to have some wine as soon as 75 heart is over. I'm be honest, like, I'm going to have some wine, I'm going to enjoy it. But right now, in different phases of your life, certain things don't serve you, and so you have to make the decision to stay in power. Don't give external sources your power. When you make decisions based upon your emotional state, you' giving your power away. You're letting that stress win. You're letting your boss win. You're letting your coworker who frustrated you and pissed you off win, right? You're letting all of these other people take your power away. Nobody wants to live that way. Becca's not letting this parasite take her power away. She says she's a shell of herself, but I think she's great. She's working. She's doing her usual, right? She's powering through. She's not quit. Many other people would be like, oh, I'm just going to take off work. I'm sorry. I just can't show up right now. You know, she's not doing that. Sure, she wants to. We all want to quit sometimes. So wherever you're at today, just remember that quitting is part of the deal. But if you stick through it, you will get to where you want to be. And it may be the greatest journey that you've ever taken because you didn't quit. Mm -hmm. And you just don't know that yet because you've quit every other time
0: that you've had the contemplation of quitting. And honestly, even just the gratification of not quitting and sticking through things is amazing in and of itself. Like what I want in this life, of course I hope to accomplish. But by God, I can tell you what I do not want is to feel like I'm not even trying. And it takes a lot of self-talk and self-motivation because it's not gonna just land in your lap every day to wake up and work your butt off for what you want when it feels like there's no hope, when it feels like everything is stacked against you. A lot of people are in that place and work out of it and you can too. And so if you are doubting what you're doing, if you are unsure of what you're doing, if you're worried that it's not going to work, you work. You put in the work and something will happen. I promise you of that. It may not happen in the short amount of time that you wish it would. Let's all be honest. Like we're all impatient. We all wish that things happened yesterday. (laughs) But what you can control is the work and the effort that you put in. And that is what we want the message today to be. Quitting is something everyone wants to do at different times. But the more you don't quit, the easier it gets to not quit. And so you just have to work that muscle, like every other muscle in the body. You have to work that muscle of believing in yourself, following through with things that you say you're going to do, and giving everything you've got.